Welcome back to another episode of Sports Speak. Today, I've got Jono and Jimmy again, regulars of the pod, to discuss our Round 10 AFL predictions. Here we go. Friday night at the Gabba, the Lions and the Tigers. Ooh, uh, Lions. Lions. Lions by how far, you know, like, I think they are back and they're at home and the Tigers are just going, in my opinion, so... Yeah, Lions. Yeah, Lions. Lions by five goals for me at least. I reckon it'd be within two. Giving them a lot of credit in the bank. The Tigers have earned it. Saturday afternoon, the dead game. Carlton versus Hawthorne at the MCG. Uh, Do I have to pick? (laughs) You do. That's what predictions are. Hawthorne by three points. Really? Well, I'm not going to yeah. back against my team against Carlton. I'm I'm to as well, actually. Just just to pile the pressure on David Teague. The sooner David Teague is out of the league and I don't have to watch his press conferences anymore, is the better for me. Well, why would you watch David Teague's press conferences anyway? Well, it's just the news, <laughs> you know. It's it's part of the news cycle. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, so it, you know, the, I really think the Hawks will bounce back and embarrass the Blues and and. I can't wait for that to happen. Righto. Well, I'm I'm not going down this Hawthorne path. Carlton will <laughs> Carlton will win and win comfortably because they can kick a score. I'm curious about this David Teak issue you have. What is what is is it, it the positivity? Is it the positivity that he sprouts despite the losses, or what what is it that's bothering you? Yeah, yeah. But well, I mean, that's that's most of it. He's got this tone where he's he's trying he's telling a lie, but he's doing it really joyfully and so it's like you know it, against the against the bulldogs before the game he was like you know it's going to be a really attacking great the two really great attacking sides of the competition coming up against each other it's going to be great shut up david did you see his press conference about patty cripps's back through the week there was an article written in the age that patty cripps had a broken back or a fracture in his back in the preseason and he's been carrying that injury. Mm. And so obviously after that's written, the coach is asked and Teague went, Oh no, nah. you know, he, yeah, he had a, uh, an injury in the preseason, but I think he's come good. I think you'll find that he's trained every week since, you know, <laughs> and then the, the reporter sort of said, right. So he, he did have a broken back or he does have a broken back or he didn't have a broken back. Well, yeah, you know, he was injured in the preseason, but you know, uh, I don't know what the actual diagnosis was, you know, <laughs> and everyone was just like, what the fuck? Like, what are you saying? And then he's come out today after the game. I was just, he's like, I had an absolute nightmare. It was the worst press conference I've done. Yes. Patrick did have a broken back in the preseason. Right. Uh, and yes, he's probably still carrying the lingering effects of, of that. Fucking David, what are you doing? He's he doesn't interest me as a person or as a leader. It it he doesn't seem like he's got the talent or the skills to be a successful AFL coach. Some of these blokes are better off just doing their role. Not everyone has to be a team leader. You know what would be funny is if uh, Carlton hired Nathan Buckley. Good. Go on. Last time they took our coach, look what happened. So, uh, then we have the Cats and the Suns. Oh boy. Ooh, Geelong by 50. Yeah, this feels like a bit of a blowout. It's down in Geelong as well. 
oh, yeah, it's obviously the cats, but I'm a bit worried for poor old Tone. I hope he's okay. <laughs> but well, I'm, in all seriousness, though, if they get absolutely flogged, I worry. I think that that uh, could spell some trouble. So Saturday afternoon, Twilight, the Crows host the Demons. <laughs> demons, but not by much. <laughs> Crows for mine. Of course you do. I think uh, Tex isn't going to like standing next to Jake Lever. I think he's going to dominate. I don't think the D's go undefeated this year. I think they drop one that they shouldn't eventually. That's a dangerous um, call. You don't reckon they can go undefeated? Four, big call. I, uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> this is but this is the point of a prediction. I'm predicting it's going to be this weekend. Oh! I think the Crows are going to get up. All right. Well, I don't think the Crows will beat the Demons. I think the Bulldogs the following week are a very big chance to do so, but I don't think the Crows are that team. So the D's for me that evening, Doggies and Saints at Marvel. That's an interesting one. No, Doggies aren't tough enough. Uh, Saints aren't tough enough. Doggies by probably four or five goals. Yeah, I think the the Saints play well at Marvel, um, but it's also the Dogs' home ground as well. So I, I, I really... The dogs really impressed me on the weekend against the power. They really impressed me. So I think any of the weapons that the Saints have can be completely nullified by any of the strengths that the doggies have. So I think the doggies, again, I think they're going to pump them to sort of six to ten goals, I reckon. Interesting. I'm going to zag. I've got the Saints scraping home just when you least expect it. They weren't bad against Geelong. (laughs) Saturday night, Optus Stadium Frio hosts the Swannies. Do the Dockers get back on the winners list? Yeah, I think they do. Just because I'm not sure about Sydney yet, I think I still I haven't proven it to me yet. And the and Dockers do play well at home. I think they'll be disappointed after their loss today. I think they'll bounce back, and the Swans will be not strong enough to sort of beat them at their own game so I, I'm going to go with the Dockers on this one Frio quite comfortably because I think the Swans aren't quite physically there with some of the younger players and they won't handle going across there they're playing the Dockers who are a pretty pretty hard at it football team and I think they'll physically muscle them up and win well yeah I've got Frio in a relatively close one a couple of goals I think a bit of home cooking is just what they need. Sunday, Arvo, Giants and the Eagles in New South Wales. Interesting one. It is interesting. And the line, the the betting sort of says as much. The Giants are favourite for this Mm. one. I don't know if the Giants can stop the three Eagles forwards, though. They're very young down back. They don't have a lot of big bodies. They're relying on the likes of Sam Taylor, Lockie. Who's a really good player. Iden, yeah, that's fine. But so is Josh Kennedy, and so is Jack Darling. I think, I think the Eagles win this one. I I think that the West Coast Eagles can be nullified across the midfield at the moment, and that's the strength of the GWS. And I think if you're putting Oscar Allen on Connor Iden, I think Connor Iden can do a job on him. I think he's a pretty pretty good player in the making. I just think. At home and West Coast can't travel. I'll I'll bat the Giants in and Whitfield will be another week better. 
Yeah, I, it's it's a hard one to call. In th- anywhere else played in the world, I'd pick the Eagles, but I just the travel thing for me until they do it against a team that half matters. It's a huge deal. Yeah, I just I don't know. I'll just tip the Giants. Collingwood and Port at the G. Oh boy. Well, my tip is that Port put the prison bars on after the win. Yeah, so I think they win by, you know, a, a thousand points and then <laughs> wear the prison bars. So fingers crossed anyway. Spoken like a true Collingwood fan. Yeah. Yeah, it caught you to flip a table in the, uh, in the chairman's pre-game lunch. But I think Port will be pretty stung by last week. So I think they'll, they'll put the clamps on. Well, there's just absolutely no creativity within the Collingwood side and they'll get pumped. Yeah, port by 100 unless it rains. Oh, what a big one to close it out. Essendon hosting North Melbourne. Save the best for last. I, I'm going to tip North on this one. I think they'll... Um, I, don't, I don't think Ben Rutten is a good coach. I, I think he's got decent players around him. He hasn't really shown anything. I think David Noble... Is smarter than him. Here's here's something for you. Next time Ben Rutten is speaking about anything, press conference, he's on 360, whatever it is, all he does is repeat what somebody else has already said. So if Jared asks a question like, Ben, the Bombers played really well on the weekend. How do you think you went? He'll go, yeah, Jared, I think we went really well and we played really well on the weekend. That's it. <laughs> That's he a genius has right there. Nothing <laughs> upstairs. Nothing. Uh, he's worse than Teague on a press conference. So fingers crossed Dave <laughs> Noble gets the boys up against him on a big yep. Sunday afternoon clash. What's... <laughs> yeah, Essendon by about 30. <laughs> the Essendon come good. They're, they're not a bad side and they should realistically be in the mix for that eighth spot. Yeah, I think they'll beat them and beat them pretty well. Yeah, I think Essendon will win, but I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if North took them to the limit. Now, Jimmy, did you hear Howie um, on the rub? Yeah. The, uh, what happened? Yes. Yeah, so they played a little clip of Sam Mitchell coaching Box Hill, and he was just really calm. Like, he wasn't, it wasn't some inspiring speech, you know, that bleeds, it can, we can kill it sort of thing. It was just like, we just need to be tough. We need to be clinical. We need to do this, that, the other thing. And Howie sort of set it up as, this is the most extraordinary thing we've heard from a coach Fucking in a long time. Howie. It obviously seems like he's going to be... And so then Wayne Carey was like, sorry, so what, what, what about that was extraordinary? <laughs> and how he's like, you know, well, there was great access. And he's, Wayne's like, yeah, yeah, no, I, I get there was good access, but what about that was extraordinary? All he was doing <laughs> was talking. And so he's, yeah, they're all starting to get into him. And then Ross Lyon goes, I think he'd like to have his time again on extraordinary. <laughs> Just to close out the segment. It was very funny. It was very, very good. How is such a Hawthorne um, tragic? It's sad. All right. <laughs> all right. See you, boys. See you, lads. Stay well. See you, guys. That's all for today's episode. If you can please like, rate, subscribe on Apple or on Spotify, that would be much appreciated. For more on Sports Speak, you can catch us on Instagram under sports underscore speak underscore podcast. And we'll be back with more soon.